It is December the 13th, 2021. Welcome to the channel podcast. I am your host, Rainy, alongside Lacey, alongside Austin. And Hendon Hooker says, let's run it back. He says, let's run it back. Hendon, let's run it back, man. And Josh Heupel is recruiting very well before, before early signing day. We will get into that, and we'll get into a whole lot of other things like men's basketball, Kentucky and Memphis basketball. Brian Kelly is trying so hard to be Cajun. And uh, Lacey, are the Lady Vols undefeated? Yes. They are. Yeah. I know, I, I know you're going to get excited about that because you just love to talk about Lady Vols. <laughs> but uh, – we will get into that as well. Austin is going to have to probably leave a little early tonight, but me and Lacey will still be here once he departs. Okay, guys, it- guys, I know. Stop crying. I know. Uh, everyone's just <laughs> I mean, we are just soak those tears up. Uh, yeah. It's going to be okay. We're going to make it through this. <laughs> <laughs> um, we will. We, we, we will make it. Um, it's more so of me worried about you, Austin, with Kayla gone, who's going to babysit you. Um, who's gonna take care of you i just might die (laughs) drop off a cliff or fall off a cliff or you know i always hear i just always know that you're usually i'm I'm like austin's safe austin's safe because kayla's there so but now i mean if she's gonna be like many hours away from you i'm like worried so what's going on is she just going over the holidays austin yeah, that, that's pretty much it. For, the, for, the, not... for those of you who don't know, Kayla is Austin's girlfriend, and apparently she's going home for the holidays, and Austin started talking about how we were going to cry. I think Austin's about to cry, so it's whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm going to miss her. I, I mean, it's only, it's not like the summer, though. Like, the summer, that, that's really, that's a long time. It's like three months sometimes. But, uh, yeah, it's only going to be not even a month, so. Yeah, yeah whatever you say, man. You, 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 you enjoy that summer break. No lie. Don't even laugh. <laughs> She's not going to listen. She's not going to listen. Unless someone tells her. <laughs> All right. <laughs> fucking liar. Uh, I am. He loves you, Kayla. I love All you, right. Kayla. Well, another, uh, enough of this um, Tinder thing we got going on here. Um, vault, that, vault, vault Tinder. Vol, vol, vol. What's what's that website used to call? Uh, not FarmersOnly.com, but the other one. Uh, uh, oh my gosh, it was like the one with the bubble? old man. No, 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 no. It's like the old eHarmony. I don't even think I don't even think it's around anymore. I think Tinder shut them down. Um, but anyway, Vol Harmony. Vol Harmony. Uh-huh. There we go. Vol Harmony. Vol Harmony. Uh, but speaking of some harmony, let's talk about. Hendon Hooker. I don't even know if that even made sense, but I just had to like segue that into the <laughs> Hendon Hooker coming back because I got really excited when I found out he's coming back. But um, you're coming back, Hendon Hooker, because I know you're listening to this, and we love you. <laughs> and uh, Cedric Tillman, it's your, it's your you're up, buddy. It's your turn next. So we're we're gonna be waiting to hear from Cedric Tillman when he returns um, to run to run this back. Okay, <laughs> um, but. Out of all the things to talk about, we'll get to Hinton Hooker. I feel like everyone's talked about Hinton Hooker. But out of all the things we talked about, I'm going to go random. Austin, you get to choose this time. Where do you want to start? Ooh, that's that's interesting. Where do I want to start? I gave a, I gave a list uh, of a lot of good things. How about we start talk about our friends up in the Bluegrass State who are mourning <laughs> over their second loss of the year? And l- let me de- detail this. They are seven and two. That's not that bad. We're all we also have two losses. There's the thing. We've also beat North Carolina and. Colorado, so we know we're 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 a pretty good team. Uh, Kentucky's beaten nobody. They have they have they've never done this before. They usually have a really hard schedule. They have the easiest schedule maybe in the SEC. And the two teams with a pulse they played, they've lost to. They're I don't they, they got another bad basketball team. It looks like we we will find out because and and nothing makes me happier than watching John Calipari just getting mad because I've I've said it for the longest time. And I've said it a thousand times. Uh, I'm from Memphis, and I watched Calipari coach his entire life, and he just wasn't a very good coach. He was a great recruiter, 
Um, and recruiting will get you far sometimes in basketball, but you're seeing now that he's just not a very good coach. And and he always blames it. He, he doesn't believe really like even blame stuff on anyone, but he's just always like, Oh man, we got a, we got a, you know, a, a group of young guys. that's going to take a while to learn. You know, he, I think he, he always recycles that excuse. You know, they, they, yeah. they, they've got a lot to learn. You know, they're, they're young, they're young. Okay. Well, that's awesome, but well, maybe mean, don't recruit nothing but young guys. Exactly, as what I was about to say. Maybe get a veteran team because because a bunch of freshmen are never going to win you a national title. It rarely, well, I guess he did once, but it really. Yeah, happens. but that was a long time ago. It was like two thousand what, two thousand twelve? Yeah, and and you really haven't gotten in there, Anthony Davis, like or John Wall. Like, yeah, no one talks about how the quality of players he's gotten have just gone down, like. He hasn't really gotten a star. I mean, Malik Monk. If you took this out of basketball and put it in football, all I can think about is Butch Jones. Great recruiter. Um, was uh, it think... appeared a, appeared to um, appeared to look like a decent coach based off of the players he recruited and them pulling the weight for him. And once all that um, masking was done, he gets exposed as not that great of a coach. Yeah, like that's I, what I was thinking. Every time you I brought go that a new far, board, yeah, Cal. I think Cal. No, a I, I bit really better. no. I, I, I don't know. Cal, he can. Butch would like handcuff no, but, but, his teams. And okay, just, like, but think about limit it. What they Some are of these, even able. He, they always have really high recruiting classes up up there in Kentucky, even more higher than what an average Butch Jones uh, team would be. And like they, they're was it number one last like last year? Or was Duke? I, I mean, think Kentucky was number one. They were tough. Off. I'm, I mean, I'm pretty sure they were number one. I mean, I can go back and check that. But it's there's no reason for him to lose to some of these teams with the players that he gets. I mean, I don't right. care if they're one and dones. There's no reason for him to lose to some of the teams that he loses to. Absolutely not a single reason to lose to some of the teams. Oh, oh, he's. Of late, these last two years, like if we're looking at the COVID year and what he's done so far this year, this is the worst stretch he's ever had as a head coach. It's not even close. And oh, yeah. Kind of makes you think this guy has lost it. Like he had something. Okay. He had something. And they had a good team that uh, year before COVID. That was a good team. But this team and the, and the one he had before it, man, it's just yeah. really bad. I, I would be really worried if I was wearing Kentucky Blue. I. And, I drive, um, I drive to Kentucky a lot um, for work. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, but I get to listen to their sports talk radio, and a lot. Th- this people are getting to the point of please just go. There, there's a lot. It, it used to be a small number. Now it's a pretty, pretty large sample size of of. Just they they don't like they don't like him anymore. I mean that's all I can say. They're 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 just This is they're calling is themselves getting, a football. It's understandable. Yeah, I, I I wouldn't be approving of this if I were Kentucky fan. I'd be pretty pissed off. And, yeah. and honestly, as a Tennessee fan, I don't like this. I kind of like John Calipari at Kentucky because another guy there could really beat the living crap out of us. <laughs> I don't want to see that happen. So I kind of want this guy to keep his job. You know, I I have as a avid sports fan of pretty much every team in Tennessee. I'm having a blast right now with the coaches. You know, the <laughs> coaching situations here of all my sports teams. You have Urban Meyer uh, cons- <laughs> completely just self imploding and just completely just a, a train wreck watching watching this train wreck and urban Meyer cry not even cry just the, the he looks like a sad puppy and i love it i hope he stays in jacksonville forever and then you have calipari at kentucky who kind of does the same thing every year rick barnes pretty much owns him i feel like and you you have florida who's in shambles right now the recruiting class is just <laughs> falling to the wayside they the basketball are- program like they start. They started out the season really well. I remember uh, uh, in one of the group chats I'm in, all of the Florida fans were like saying, "Extend Mike White," and I'm thinking, "Well, this is different." And yeah. now they just mm-hmm. absolutely yeah. shambles. Oh, 
I love that guy. Uh, I love Mike White. You isn't know. it great though? Like, yes, isn't it great though? though. Football. He has one win over Barnes in like five years. It feels like. <laughs> but but like, isn't it great, y'all? That we have been in. <laughs> We have been in such shambles with coaches and just the turnover and everything. And I, I said it a while back. I feel like the, the the ship is turning, but now you look around and I feel like the ship the ship is turned because but everyone even else. Though, is- even though we've been this, you know, bad and down, have we ever had our? I mean, I, I just I feel like at that. At some points, I just didn't even look because I was just so down. So I could be wrong. But I don't think we ever, even in this past decade, when things have been horrible, have shortly before signing day had the almost 80th ranked uh, class in the nation, have we? No, no, no we've never been that low. I don't know what they're doing. Billy Napier strikes me as kind of like a Jeremy Pruitt in that he's so confident in what he's doing yes. to the point where it's gonna bite him in the ass. Like he thinks he knows better than anyone else, and I don't think he does. You know, I we can completely, or I, I don't want to say we, because I'm not putting you guys in this category, but I completely just look at Billy Napier, and you know, like when you just look at things, you're like, that doesn't fit, that doesn't look right. He doesn't look right. He looks like a, he just, he looks, he looks like a, uh, like one of those puppets that you make up with the haircut just going across he's like he looks like one of those people off of like the Wii sports like he's he looks so fake looking he doesn't even look real he's just weird it, it doesn't fit the only thing worse than that is brian kelly at lsu though okay let's talk about that i mean it, it's painful <laughs> it's I think painful it's to watch him try to be southern my family <laughs> is he is he this uncomfortable, or is he just going into the joke this much? No, he's like a, he. He's like, okay, Austin, he you your second part of what you just mentioned is completely correct. He knows exactly what he's doing because the amount of attention that he's gaining is a lot, and it's not negative at all. Not it's not negative. It's just it, they're gaining attention. Know. It's, I mean, it's it, the closest we've seen to a Ted Lasso situation. Uh, else. <laughs> yeah, he I'd is Ted Lasso, lot, but a lot no, of the um, the there was a lot of scrutiny about his uh, fake Southern accent. There was a lot of people saying not embarrassing, and that was. I mean, I'd consider that kind of negative. Well, it doesn't matter if it is fake. The people think it matters. Family roots. I feel like, yeah, my family. I would if I, yeah, if I was a recruit, <laughs> so I'd be like, out. "What is this guy trying to do?" <laughs> I what just is think, this guy trying to do. I just think <laughs> I, I, I think he knows what he's doing. It's entertainment, and that's what kids are. Kids are so into entertainment and social media and everything. And I, it just, in my humble opinion, I think he knows exactly what he's doing. And he's doing it on purpose, and he's going to continue to do it because it gets such a buzz around the program. My friend Rhonda, who's an LSU fan, she has the biggest um, issue with the shoes that he wears. And it cracks me up because every time there's a video or a picture or anything posted, she like <laughs> literally loses her mind because she's like – she calls him Paul Paul because <laughs> – Paul Paul. <laughs> Paul Paul. She's like, if he's going to be Southern, we got to give him a Southern uh, grandpa name. So it's Paul Paul. And but she, I mean, it drives her absolutely insane that he wears these Paul Paul shoes that have like white soles or something. Yeah, like they're black with the white soles. She's like, can we get Paul Paul some black shoes with black soles? I mean, and it can't, he drives it her can't up the wall. The shape ups, right, or whatever. Doesn't Doug Flutie wear those? <laughs> Isn't it like some like? Oh, this is like- Reebok. Who I would think if, if it's like I, what I imagine Reebok would do if they made like a dressier shoe. <laughs> yeah, it's like Skechers. Like we, we can make a dress shoe, sure. Yeah, uh, be supportive. I, I I'm sure he has like back problems. Uh, one of my favorite okay, things about Ryan so... Kelly was like his Twitter picture on his, when he was at Notre Dame, and it, it looked like he was in like Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> 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 it was like distorted and like he had a hood on and just like it, it was so like he wanted to go off the Bill Belichick vibe but it just came off hilarious and now he He's looks like, lost now he looks lost in like Yellowstone or something yeah 
<laughs> we need to send Beth after him. Um, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, you, you go you go from Brian Kelly wearing like the freaking pawpaw shoes, and then you had Dan Mullen over there wearing so out of place all his like Jordans and stuff. And then <clears throat> I just want to bring up, um, but the thing that's that's different about all this people is they don't clinch their fists. I want to talk about Mr. Clinch Fist Boy in Memphis right now because uh, <laughs> this is fun to watch. So funny! It's on fire. Do you, oh realize, do you realize how many tweets I have bookmarked from Memphis fans? Oh, yeah. Um, about <laughs> oh, yeah. the, this upcoming game. Oh, I just hope they don't beat us. I mean, it'd be one of those things that where Tennessee loses to them or something like that. But yes, bookmark away because this team, I believe, in my opinion, is so terrible. They're, the team, I don't think in general, is terrible. The coaching is horrendous. This guy has no clue what he's doing. And <laughs> I, I, half of my friends, actually the majority of my friends that I, that I keep up with on Facebook are all Memphis fans and they are losing their minds. <laughs> they want him gone so bad. And I remember distinctly telling this one guy, Mike Swearingen, he was used to be my next door neighbor. He's a massive Memphis fan. I said, you just hired and we bring this up all the time. We've already brought up this episode, thousand episodes before this. <laughs> you just hired the Butch Jones for Memphis. This guy is going to be flashy and do all the cool things. And he's not, he's not going to be able to coach. And the guy was like, yeah, whatever. I found the memory on Facebook from a couple years ago and I just re-tagged him and he's like, dude, what the crap? I was like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Have fun because you're not getting any better. You're not, it's not getting any better. It's getting worse. Like, how do, are they this bad? Like, you think they would just stumble into like a, a good win or a good performance? And it's just like they have top five talent and he's got them playing like the worst team in their conference because it they takes play a special ball. kind of coach. It takes a special kind of coach yes. to make this happen. He's not, it's like if the coach wasn't there, I think they'd be doing better. Like, if he was just not there, I think they'd win a game or two. <laughs> he yes, is, he's the reason they're being held down. I feel like, like well, I just think there's, bad. I just think there's too much, too much start on one team. Who's your assistant? Who's your assistant coach? My goodness, it's like a big Larry name. Brown. Larry Brown. Larry, there's yeah. too much star power. There's too much, just alpha alpha males on that staff. It's just like you know, Larry Brown's probably like I'm Larry Brown, and then Penny Hardaway's like, well, I'm Penny Hardaway, and you know, I just don't think it's a good fit. I just think there's just, it's a clashing of just styles and the way things they want to do things. And you watch Memphis Tigers play basketball and you're literally watching like you're, it's like, I feel like I'm playing a, a video game, like NBA street. I'm just like, dude, what is going on? There's no set plays. It's just a bunch of people launching, launching basketballs into the air and hoping they get a rebound. So they can alley-oop it or dunk it at somebody. I'm just like, dude, this is so bad. They got no point guard, absolute no no point guard. No, and we got a and our starting point guard is putting up thirty points a night sometimes, and he's born and raised in Memphis. And sometimes you know we don't even them. put that much up as a team. <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> okay, but, yeah, <laughs> um, we can get to it right now actually because I want to talk about that. We can laugh at Penny later because we'll have a lot of time to laugh at him. Uh, our basketball team, our defense is the most incredible thing I've seen ever at Tennessee. Uh, and without pawns, it was, it was shocking. It's incredible. The defense is – they suffocate the, the life out of you. It is so hard to score against them. If we can get some scoring, which I think is going to come in time because I still think they're trying to figure things out with all the new pieces being put together. But once they can get some score, this team is going to be so good. I mean, but as of right now, their, their their struggles to shoot is just unbelievable to watch. I'm not trying to come up with an excuse for that Texas Tech game, but I have no. There's no excuses for no. that game. It also, was, they had so many ever, wide open looks. Okay, I'm just gonna say the game after that our game was Syracuse Villanova. 
and they also shot for 30% at, just like us and Text Tech did. And apparently for that series at the Jimmy V Classic, they're using a new ball that is used in the NBA now. And there's been several complaints about how hard this ball is to shoot. So I'm just going to throw that out there. That, that might be a sort of reason why we had such a bad night. Mm. I remember seeing a tweet from Barstool Rocky Top that said, if you watch the Tennessee-Texas Tech game, you might be entitled to compensation. And that's honestly the best summary. Like, when it went into overtime, I was like, I really don't want to watch any more of this type of basketball today or ever again. I mean, it was horrible. <laughs> it, was, okay. it was just painful because you i mean there's nothing you could even blame it wasn't even the refs it wasn't no it wasn't like a specific player it was everybody it was everybody on both teams it was just kind of like the teams were looking at each other was like you know what you win and then the other one was like no 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 you win you can take the win and it's like no why don't you, you take give the me win? Every shot we it wanted was horrible to. yeah was horrible. and then and then texas tech was like okay <laughs> we will it was horrible I mean, they did painful. play amazing defense. I'll give them that. They, they, we could not get into the paint to save our lives against them. We couldn't get. They, the, they we couldn't huge. get to the. We couldn't get into the paint against ETSU, bro. I, uh, we still couldn't uh, get into the paint. Texas that's Texas. that's a that's a big problem. Texas A&M. Your Euros. I mean, Texas is Tech. seven foot tall. Oh my god! Don't even give me started on that guy. It's like he's don't seven foot tall. And if, he's he, in, if he would if realize like that he's seven foot tall. It's like we just need him to realize, hey, I'm seven foot tall. It's like it's like having a great dane or like a big dog that sits in your lap. It doesn't realize how big it is. And you're like, you're too big. You're too big to sit in my lap, dog. You're not a lap dog. Get out of my lap. Euros needs to figure out that he's that big ass dog. And he, he just he I, he plays like he's a small dog, but he's a massive dog. Like yeah. I don't understand how. You could be so soft. I just, it's unbelievable. I just, he, he makes me so angry when he tries to catch a ball and everyone just, just knocks it out of his hand like immediately. I'm just like, dude, put it above your head. Slowly. No one's like, going to get it there. It's like, it yeah, you like, put it there and they'd be jumping at it. And yes. you just stand there while everybody tries to jump to reach it. I mean, you're so tall. I just, How do big... you, just, it's, fr- it's frustrating. It just, mm, well, but, like I said, I think this team is still trying to jail. It's so early. And Austin, me and Austin were texting the other night, and Austin made a great point. He said that usually Rick Barnes' teams are, like, peaking right now, and they're doing amazing. And he feels like it's going to be the opposite, and I 100% agree with Austin on this. I think they're going to jail, and I think they're going to come together. And when they do come together, and they do get that uh, – um, just the 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 fluent play of knowing where everyone's at, what they're doing. Um, it's gonna it's gonna be fun to watch, but it's yeah. gonna take it's gonna take a second. So that is the hope, obviously. And Triple J isn't healthy. I don't think Folky's healthy right now. Uh, Brandon Huntley Hatfield, he's obviously not figured out his role yet. Not the thing I'm worried most about, and I'm frustrated by, and I don't know why I'm so frustrated by because I shouldn't be surprised by it. Is uh, Kamala? I. I really, this guy has all the abilities to be almost as good as Grant Williams. He has the ability. He just doesn't do it. I heard someone say the other night that he didn't get his first foul in the game against Greensboro until the last four minutes. I'm like, if you are getting your first foul at that time, you're you're doing something wrong. Because you, mm-hmm. you should have three or four fouls by then if yeah. you are a decent big man. But he just he, he's so subtle – and just so has been the same stuff with Euros, but I feel like Euros wants to do these things. I don't think Kamwa wants to play this way. I don't know. I, I, I have more sympathy for Euros because I feel like he's just slow. But I feel like Kamwa, I don't know, sometimes he picks and chooses when he wants to go hard, you know? Yeah. I said, I said ETSU earlier. I meant UNC Greensboro. Um, well, yeah, I agree with you. Um, that's why I think Huntley Hatfield is such a big, mm-hmm. big key to. Um, the success of this team. I think you mentioned that a couple weeks ago, Austin, but it's the biggest thing on the whole roster. I agree. He's, he's got the size and he's starting, he's starting to figure it out. He's starting to re- realize it. The more I watch yeah, him. I think that's 12 yeah. minutes last night. That's his high of the season. So yeah. Hope so. Yeah. You can really, man, who we got next. Oh, I think we play upstate then Memphis Saturday. 
That's yeah, we played Memphis game. Saturday. Yeah. Um, I completely, mine completely went blank. Um, when do we play yes. Arizona? The 22nd. 22nd? Okay. Big game, big game. They are number eight in the country right now and undefeated. They've beaten Illinois, Michigan. Uh, it's going to be a big game. One of the biggest games non-conference-wise we've seen in Thompson Bowling Arena since maybe Kansas came here in 2010. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like one, one, I want to touch on one other thing real quick about basketball, then we can move on to uh, early signing day because I kind of want to touch on that um, and how big of it is um, to have Hinden Hooker back for that because I want to get to one of Lacey's tweets that she tweeted out earlier this week that I saw. That was pretty good. Um, <clears throat> but I feel like this basketball team, any team that is long, and lengthy is going to give us massive problems. If we're not, if we're not hitting our shots, we can't beat those teams. Like you, you, we've got to have some fluent style of play that where we figure everything out and everyone kind of reads each other's minds like that Rick Barnes team with Admiral and, and Grant and all that. They just knew where everyone was at at all times. And I think Tennessee will get to that point. Uh, we later. have the guys, I believe. I oh yeah. Oh yeah. To play the, I want, I want so badly for Huntley Hatfield to be the starting center and you be able to put Folky at the four. Yeah. Folky's been here for so long and he's never been able to play the four and that's his mm-hmm. natural position. You always had to put him at center and it's unnatural and you limit his potential. And we got one more one more year of him. This is his last year. I just would love to see that. And obviously Huntley Hatfield starting because he probably won't be here next year. Yeah. Well, this is Hennon Hooker's last year coming up. Um, and this, I want to go to what Lacey said and talk about national early, early signing day, uh, Hinton hooker coming back is going to be massive for what's, what's our quarterback's name coming in. Yeah. Taven Jackson. My mind is blank tonight, son. I can't think of anything. Yes. Taven Jackson, Lacey tweeted out and said, Hinton hooker coming back is going to be even more. Uh, you're going really hu- has gone Blake, it, dude. It really has. It's, put, it's, it's gonna, um, it's gonna be huge. It's gonna be huge. Yeah. I said I cannot stress enough how huge it is. Big play that that uh, Taven, <laughs> yeah, that Taven Jackson will get a year to develop with Hinton right. Hooker, and how big, like how huge that is for the future of the Tennessee football program. Because I think it's huge. It is huge because. I, I think Josh Heupel, you're, you're seeing it now. We've, we've said it a thousand times. He's a quarterback whisperer, and Hinton Hooker, he's going to be in the Heisman conversation next year. I'm just, I just know he is because he's going to have a full season under the system that he already knows, and he's, and he's going to be able to teach Taven Jackson at the same time. And I think it's what you said, Lacey. It's going to be so perfect because I think watching this Taven Jackson kid uh, in his highlight film, you watch highlight films and you can just tell if someone is good or not. You can just tell. And this kid has this like swagger and it factor to him. But I think that he can't come in right away and try to be that swagger in the SEC. I think he's going to oh, sit and kind of watch. Guys oh, oh, I know. I know. But it kind of reminds me of what's kind of happening to Trevor Lawrence right now. You just throw that man into the – Joe, like, Joe Burrow last year. I don't know. No, I, I'm, I'm just. Not, I'm, I'm not so convinced on Trevor. Well, he got. Though, to be I, I mean, I think. No, well, I know. Well, Joe Burrow's done better since then, so it defeats like last year. Yeah, I get what you're saying because his O line was absolutely horrible. Well, no, I'm talking about Trevor Lawrence, as in like you throw him into the fire like that. He's really good talent. I know he's on the worst team ever, but like this could ruin his career. Like having this yeah. is. Remember David Carr for the Texans. He was so good, and then he came into the Texans that year that they first started, and just it ruined his whole career. He was never the same. So I think what Lacey said, having Taven Jackson sit behind Hinton Hooker, is is going to be very beneficial. Have you uh, seen the stats comparing Trevor Lawrence to Gardner Minshew when they first started? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. Big, I've never been a big Trevor Lawrence guy since day one. I don't. I kind of have the same feelings with him I do with Jared Goff. I just don't know if they're 
ever going to be like, oh, that's such elite prospect, top five quarterback in the NFL, like we all think they might. I, I heard know. someone compare compare that the outcome, not necessarily specifics, but the outcome that he'd probably be the equivalent to what um, what's his face. Uh, oh my God, Florida dude, Mama. Well, Greer. No, dude, we are all blanking. This is crazy. Um, no, my brain is. Oh, I'm just I'm exhausted. Oh, I've had I had a long weekend. And I had to uh, wake up super early. Uh, their quarterback dude played for the Broncos. Tim Tebow. Uh, Tim Tebow. Oh my oh, god! You couldn't think of that. I thought I was mad. My goodness, I I, I, I mean, couldn't think brain, of Taven Jackson. But damn, no, you couldn't think my of my brain. My brain will think of like fancier words, like articulate, but I can't think of basic <laughs> words like Tim Tebow. Like Tim Tebow. <laughs> But I've I've seen many of those. It's like he's gonna come in overhopped and probably kind of just fizzle out. No, but I don't. I don't, I don't think... think Trevor Lawrence would ever come back as a tight end, though. All right, all right. No, that, that, those are two different. Nothing is Tim Tebow esque about anybody I've seen over the years. But like, yeah, uh, I said I, I said that, that nobody was comparing the specifics. Yeah, I'm just I'm those. Yeah, I'm not, I'm arguing. I'm just. <laughs> I, um, I, I don't remember how the tweets were worded, but I mean, they were. It was it was worded in a way where you're like, mm, yeah, I mean, that kind of makes sense. Yeah, I, but, I, I see what you're saying. But we, we don't. I don't have the tweets in front of me. So Heisman, make Heisman sense. winning. Or, did he win a Heisman? No, we didn't. Nope, runner up. No, he's right. Alabama. Oh, um, how you play for them? You're gonna win the Heisman. Cares. Did you see what? Did you, let's talk about what Bryce Young said. Oh yes, 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 yes. <laughs> um. Uh, he said, "He said that he's he's been doubted like his entire <laughs> life and all this stuff." And I'm just sitting here. You've seen all the quote tweets and everything, and you're just sitting there. And I'm like, "Dude, you were a five star, number one, I think, quarterback in the whole entire country, and you went to Alabama. Please tell me how you're doubted. You were a millionaire before you even got there. Yeah, I was please say, stop. He, he, signed right? <laughs> he signed a one million dollar nil deal before he took a single snap. Yeah. So, I oh mean, my gosh, you've had it rough, buddy." I remember that he said he said I wasn't a, a prototype quarterback. I'm like, yeah, no one wants those guys anymore. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, that was why they, everyone thought you were gonna be so great. I mean, no one ever doubted you. No one will. No one will ever doubt you until you kind of start struggling in the, in the NFL, probably. Mm-hmm. Good for Bama. It, it just it just makes me so so freaking angry. It's it's literally every year. Uh, okay, well, let's just pick the best player on Alabama. I mean, it's just if even you, though if you, it, it's a crazy. St- it, when I heard this, I went, "Wait, what? That he's the first ever quarterback to win the Heisman from Alabama?" Because Alabama's had terrible quarterbacks until like it recent is. years. But still, three, when you think about Heisman it, though, that weren't quarterbacks. So that's crazy. I mean, yeah. really though, think about it. How crazy is it that this is we're this far into Alabama's, you know. Dynasty, dynasty, yeah. Or like, just, yeah, I, I hate using that word, but it's what it that's is. What true, it is. It's pretty much. Yeah. It is what it is. Well, but how true. how are we this far into it, and we're just now seeing the very first um, quarterback husband winner from Alabama? I mean, just that just I don't know. I don't know why that was so weird to me when I heard that. But it just is one of those that like take you back and be like, what? Wait, is there is there like something kind of glitch in the matrix? I, because, I feel wait, like what? it doesn't matter because the husband has some men damn. Well, it really has it, but I yeah, feel like uh, I feel like the Heisman voters are trying to like uh, do like in baseball when you hit the cycle. I feel like they're trying to hit the cycle with Alabama. It's like, all right, well, next year it's going to be an offensive lineman for Alabama, and they're just going to cycle out through the whole roster. Like, okay, well, give to Alabama, but I, I just I, I cannot. It, it's I, I well, the Heisman tw- became a joke. The Heisman officially became a joke twenty four years ago today. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Peyton Manning. Um, all right. Well, I got a random thing to bring up. Have you seen what's happening down at Auburn? Yes. Uh, Bo Nix has announced he's transferring. The guy who's named after Bo Jackson and uh, Tank Bixby, who was recruited by uh, what's his name, Rodney Garner. I heard he's good in Alabama. He is. That's what I heard. They're Georgia. I would kill to have Tank Bixby. That's a that's a stud running back. What? You don't think Tank Bigsby's a good running back? No, I don't. I, oh, Lacey upset me. 
<laughs> oh, oh, you had, yeah. oh, you hadn't you heard that? I thought, were, I thought we had a good shot there, but I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I haven't but, heard um, anything about it. I just heard rumors, but we need a running back. Bet, so. I heard that, really and do. I was like, kind of like how you were. I was like, ugh. And then I read, it was like right after that, I saw the funny tweet of all the quarterbacks. Like, there's so many high-profile quarterbacks in the transfer portal. Por- I can never say this right. Transfer portal. Trans- portal. It's like every time I want to say transfer portal, if I say it fast, it's transfer portal. Well, well, because it's a, it's a, it's a hard, it's hard to say fast. Okay, but anyway. There's so many high-profile um, quarterbacks in that portal, Portal. and well, now it's um, just, I saw just... a tweet. I saw a. Uh, Holy crap! <laughs> we need to start this podcast over. Let, let's just go ahead we're and redo the deep. do we the whole dead gum thing. My goodness, I feel like we're all on drugs right now. We just can't even talk right. I want. Yeah, you're fine, but me, there's something wrong. Me and Lazy are just like in a. We're Wait. we're fine. I just I don't know why I can't think of stuff I'm trying to say, and Lacey can't even speak right. <laughs> She's like, I don't know English. It's like it's like she has a paperclip on her tongue or something. She can't even like God. get her words out. Right. But I saw a tweet that said talking about all those quarterbacks. It was like a quote tweet of the list, and it was like George is going to take every one of them, and and, Ger- and Garby's still going to start Stetson Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> It's true, but it's it was true. funny because it was a Georgia fan, so it was, or I, I believe it was. He it may have been out there, but, but I think it was a Georgia fan, so it was kind of like a cell phone, which made it even better. But oh, oh gosh, Georgia fans! Oh. God, we we haven't done a podcast since the the SEC oh. championship game. No, we just skipped a week, didn't we? Yeah, we just skipped. Yep. A week. Yeah. Um. Uh. Okay. So speaking of that, I think you might know I'm going to this Alabama Georgia thing. This got a lot of feedback on Twitter. I want to get into this. I said, how can any Tennessee fan dislike Georgia more than Alabama? And the age range told the whole story. I mean, the entire age range. But me and Lacey are pretty close to the same age. Austin's a little bit younger. And he he lives in Chattanooga. So all the people are like, oh, the fans. Wait, like, whoa, whoa, wait. I, isn't there literally like these d- – you just called me old. You're like around my age. I thought there was like an equal distance between all of us. Yeah. Wait, yeah, how old am I? I'm not 45. What are you talking about? How old I are you? I thought you were 67. I'm th- no, God. I'm 33. Okay. And, and you're Austin, what, 30? Austin is 25, right? 24. 24. Okay. Yeah. I- and I, okay, so there's like right at about four to four to five years between on each of us because I'm tw- I'm twenty I just turned twenty nine. Oh, okay, so, so you're closer to right than I. Am. Yeah, you're closer. To four, me. okay, so I'm four. I mean, okay, you're, you're, on the, you're you're over the hill. You're you're going. You're all downhill from here, honey. Shut up. I'm five <laughs> years from Austin, four years from you. So yeah, I'm kind of like right there in the middle. But oh, you just like, made you just made it sound like I was old. God, you are like you yeah, old as dirt. Um. But no, okay, let's get into this. Real I quick, hope though. you die alone, Rainy. I will not die alone. Actually, never mind. Uh, I know. Um, you'll, ha- you'll have your hand. You'll be okay. <laughs> anyway, I'll have Jill. Jill. <laughs> if you don't know what Jill is, look it up on the internet. Um, uh, okay, so I got, I got a, in my comments, I feel like I got more Alabama, but it was from the older crowd. And the younger crowd was more Georgia saying, well, you don't have to deal with your fans. You don't have to do other fans. Oh, no, the hatred. Here's here's my side, okay? And you guys picked Georgia because Lacey, you made the mistake of marrying a Georgia fan, and Austin, you're you just let I, fans fans bother I, you. But no, it's oh, the, get, you don't know. No, Listen, I get what, what Austin says. It's the entire. There are Alabama fans here. There are Alabama fans. It's like twenty. But the, Alabama it, fans. you just get used to it, and like they're just like they they have a reason to talk all the crap that they do because they've won seven hundred national championships. I don't okay? care when you're Georgia. Hey, got a, Georgia a, fans a are acting like they are Alabama. The lady with Alabama. But I stay hey, Georgia more. Hey, you know when I was at the Tennessee Titans game this weekend, you know who's, whose mascot I didn't see. Oga, you know who mascot I did see? The stupid elephant riding around on a freaking four-wheeler on the Tennessee Titans field. And every single day when I go out, I have to deal with the stupid. Every time I see, roll tight, roll tight. Oh, uh, oh, I don't want to hear that. 
Who I, is, I literally who, who live is in Alabama. I live in Alabama, Rainey. I who, live in who, Alabama. Alabama. Who, was, who was the coach of Fort Nick Saban? I can't tell you, but roll tide. Shut up. You oh know what? God. Okay, you know, uh, did I have I told the story about the guy I work with? They've ruined college football. The one where he was, we were talking about uh, about the Mississippi State backpack. I was like, whose is that? Do you remember that? Did I tell you about that? No. Did we talk about that. I don't know. Okay. So I'm living all... in Alabama, you have the about 25, I would honestly God say about maybe 25 to 35% of Alabama fans, quote unquote Alabama fans, are actual like us. They love Alabama football. They eat, sleep, breathe Alabama football. Okay. Then you've got the other not 35 fake fans yes you, the, the fans that will say they're alabama fans so they can be cool because you know alabama wins and so they just they don't they might not watch a single game they might actually check the scores of the game they, they might be that casual one where it's like oh let me check espn and see how alabama did today oh they won oh that's great and then they get off I, i'm I'm telling you, that's about to the extent, okay? So there's an instance at work. There was somebody who had a Mississippi State backpack. And I was like, whose Mississippi State backpack is this? Like, just as a joke. And this guy, I'm going to call him B. Because, I mean, I actually like the guy as a person, okay? But this was just... As a person. Hmm. But it was just... We're not talking about him as a person. We're talking about Okay, well, I know. We'll call him B. And, And B says... I don't know. I only pull for uh, teams that win championships. And I was like, hmm. And of course, I'm, of course, I, I'm asking this question knowing exactly what the answer is. I was like, hmm. And who's that? He went, the Alabama Crimson Todd. And I just knew, like, I just, in, in my, like, I just knew that he was going to be one of those fans that just mm-hmm. casually maybe checks the score and that's about it. He doesn't watch it. And they're right? everywhere. They're okay. everywhere. So I, I said, hmm. What's your starting, who's your starting quarterback? And he went, well, um, I've just not really got the chance to watch that much this year and, mm-hmm. and like, all that. And I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then uh, one of my coworkers, since I, 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 I do work with a couple of Tennessee fans, one of the Tennessee fans was sitting right there when I was asking this, and she just, like, just starts dying laughing. And he was just like, and when she starts laughing, he, he, he chokes up even more like, uh, 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 like, just because it, I, I was like, she told you, I was like, it's, I, I proved the point to, so I, I didn't think, I honestly didn't think it was going to be that easy because I figured they'd at least know the starting quarterback's name. Such an easy question. But yeah, exactly. If you actually follow football, you, wow. it, other, other fan bases, you're going to know who the starting quarterback at Alabama is. Sounds like but, you're getting mad at an Alabama fan. <laughs> no, like listen, kinda... listen. No, I'm proving my point. I'm getting there. Okay. And nice. he, uh, I, I mean, I really figured I was going to at least have to go into running backs and, you know, receivers, but I got him on the quarterback, which is pretty quick, easy win. But my point is, is that I'm surrounded by these people, the ones that will have a huge huge ass a on the back of their truck but not even watch a single game all year just because being an alabama fan gives them a right giving you know gives them superiority and you know a narcissistic complex of the their tiny ass brains but anyway my point is is when you brought up the whole georgia what was exactly the question again who would you rather be georgia or alabama yeah, I said, who would you rather be, Georgia or Alabama? At the same time, even with all that, even with everything I witnessed on a daily basis, living in this god-awful state of Alabama. Okay, to be fair, I, I live in Huntsville, which should really be classified as Tennessee uh, South because... So you're about- going to tell me that you would rather be what's Georgia than Alabama. Yeah, what's the point even, of this? Even this. Okay, I was just I saying, disagree I, with that I, even. I had to make what? I'd rather beat Alabama. Okay, okay, so so there's goes now, my main I'm point. Get, let me say it. Hold, hurry up. Uh, this is taking forever. Well, if you wouldn't stop interrupting and asking me, no, I could have been that. finished 10 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to have to lecture you. No, okay, anyway. Despite all that, if you had to say for next year, who would I want to be? I'd say Alabama just because we haven't beat them in that many years. But if it had to be like, if you could pick one of those teams to be every year for the rest of – eternity i would always say georgia now i would i want to beat alabama and i would beat them next year over georgia just the whole thing but if i had to pick one to beat every year no matter what i'm gonna i would pick georgia 
because their fans are horrible. They are the worst. They, they, I, there's nothing worse than Georgia fans. You, you, they are the most small dick, like, uh, in forty in, in fear mindset. They're so defensive at all times. If you question them on anything, they'll they'll want to fight you in a parking lot. It's just like they're the most non <laughs> like they're, they're fucking psychopaths. And then they'll and bark at they you. Bark. They bark. They bark. Okay, that's worse. And they're the most generic school on the face of the earth. Their G was stolen from the Packers. They stole it from the Packers. They they stole the britches from the Cowboys. They 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 they're like the third school to get hedges. They stole their mascot from like a thousand other schools. They're such a copycat university, and they're just so in Athens. Unnecessary. You, to go, you forgot that part. Let, let me like, put it this like, way: we're unique. We have a Davy Crockett. We are the Volunteers. We're, we were a bright orange, like the top of the hill. Not would you rather? Right. Would you? Let me ask you this question, okay? And this should prove everything that I need to know about everything. Would you rather have one of Juwan Jennings? To catch the Hail Mary between the hedges or at Bryant Denny Stadium in front of every well, Alabama fan. I just I just told you why I was about to get to the point of why I would rather him do that against Alabama. It's because I have more respect for Alabama than I do. Oh Georgia. my god. How I I, 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 they, I, just, they I cannot the understand they, they any, are like they're an I don't care. Dude, they have ruined college football. They have. Yeah, they have, they, they have, they have. ruined it. But you've ruined it. You, you get to a point where you're kind of numb. Like, you're no, so used to... I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. so tired of it. I'm tired of it. It's annoying as shit. It Dude, doesn't... I'm, would I'm you so rather... Of, okay, stop. Hang okay. on. It's my turn to talk. Stop. <laughs> when y'all talked about barking and shit for fucking 20 minutes. It's my turn. No, Damn it. I don't give a shit where you live, Austin. <laughs> oh, my God. I live we on the do. border. I live, on the, daily I, I, I live on the border. I live on the border of Georgia and Tennessee. Blah, 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 blah. Both Alabama. Shut up. My turn. Alabama has ruined college football. <laughs> if you're going to sit there and tell me you would rather beat Georgia over Alabama, you are insane. You are crazy. There is no way. If you say you'd rather beat Alabama over Georgia, that means you hate Alabama more. How can you sit there and say you hate Georgia more, but you would rather beat Alabama? That contradicts everything. You, 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 no, you don't. No, yes, it no. does. You don't. No. My turn. Be quiet. You no. don't. You but don't you're want... not throwing that leather team in there. I, I hate don't care. Florida. I hate Florida more this than This isn't about Florida. Ones. This isn't about Florida. This is about Alabama and Georgia. That was a question. But you Everybody just else said is a... you can't say that. You said you can't say that you hate Georgia more, but you'd rather beat Alabama. I hate Florida more than I hate those other two teams. Florida's irrelevant in this conversation. That's not, mean, Florida has nothing to do with it. Whoever is the biggest team to beat doesn't necessarily mean who you hate the most. Like I, I want the biggest win for Tennessee, obviously. So I'd pick Alabama. But I don't know. Like if you hate someone the most, you're gonna want to beat them more. If you hate someone more, you're gonna want to beat them more, no matter what. If you hate them, you're gonna want to beat them more. So would you rather beat a six and six Alabama or undefeated Georgia? You dude, they're not six and six. Stop this bullshit. Let's say they were. This is a dumb scenario. Oh, let's say Georgia because because neither one of them will ever be six and six. Let's say Georgia. Has won five national titles in the last ten years, and Alabama has done what Georgia's done. Who would you rather beat, dude? But we haven't beaten Georgia. <laughs> the rivalry between Alabama and Tennessee is is irrelevant is, at this point. It, no, it's 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 no. different. It's different. Ask any player from the nineties. Ask any player from early two thousand. It was no, dude. They, you this is a rivalry hate- of streaks though. How, do you, rivalry, how can you say that Alabama ruined college football? How can they you have say Alabama ruined, ruined college football, but not but not at the same time acknowledge that they've kind of ruined the third Saturday in October too? Uh, exactly. They've ruined college football, Lacey. That's the whole point. Okay. It's well, stupid. How, how it's come, like you play Alabama, just mark it off as a loss. It's stupid. You want to okay, beat them. that's my point. I hate them. No, because when you sit there and you watch Alabama come back on, on Auburn, how pissed off – I got so pissed off at that. I, I wanted them to lose so damn bad. Like I and, and then they just pull something out of their butt every freaking time. They've ruined college football. I hate Alabama. I hate their stupid fans that sit there and say it real tight, and especially the ones that you mentioned earlier who yeah. don't know what the hell they're talking about. Oh, yeah, I like yeah. Alabama. Why? For what reason? I have no clue. I love them, though. <laughs> it's stupid. They've them. ruined college football. They've ruined and brainwashed these idiotic people who think they know what football is, and they act like they know what football is. They don't know shit about football, and they're all – Fans, all redneck cousin 
having sex with people I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. I can't I can't stand Alabama. I will never like Alabama. No, the fans no, are I stupid. I don't like Alabama. Don't ever get me wrong. I hate Alabama with a fire of a thousand suns. I just hate Georgia more. Alabama's ruined college football. I don't know how you yeah. how you can sit there. If 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 you sit there and you're like, oh crap, we're gonna beat Al- we're gonna beat Alabama, and then they just completely crush your soul at the very end, kind of like Mount Cody did in 2009. That was my first. It's gonna as a fan. It's gonna piss you off. Do like, you? Just, would you say though? I, I mean, this is just a fair question. I'm not. I'm not. I, I agree with you. I agree that Alabama's ruined college football. But would you feel the same way if it was Tennessee in that? position like would you feel like Tennessee ruined college football if they did no, what love- Alabama's done no because the people would freaking hate us the most I would love to be hated people already hate yeah but if you so bad it hurts okay but you that you're, you're missing the point you say that Alabama oh my god we quit taking up for Alabama oh my god why don't you just become an Alabama fan you're already down there no fuck Alabama that's not what I'm saying I'm asking. I would. I would. I would be hypocritical. I say that Alabama ruined has ruined college football, which is the truth. But I feel like if it was Tennessee, I would be like, they haven't ruined college football. I would be a, a complete hypocrite when it comes to that. That was my question to you. That's, I that's irrelevant. Up for I no, that's irrelevant. I was irrelevant. I, I wasn't cry, debating. I was just wondering. No, because uh, have, you, stupid... have, you ever, have you ever tried to sell this argument to Alabama fans? Yes, what they end up saying is just like, well, then stop us, then stop us, and, I, and I'm like, that's fair. That's why I'd say too. Okay, okay, no. Here, here's another stupid thing. Tennessee Me. has been. Tennessee has been. Yes, Tennessee has been through the most horrible crap in the last 15 years, okay? And you have Alabama, Alabama fans sitting there, well, I remember the time we were that bad. Bitch, you were never that bad. Shut up. I can't stand when people say that. Well, I can't remember they they, they we had were, a lower floor, but it didn't last as long. It didn't last long at all. Like, oh, well, we had some losing seasons. Oh, some. <laughs> Congratulations, you had a couple. Maybe like three or four in like the last like 40 years. Oh, and what it could. it's just like unbelievable. I can't stand when they say that. Well, I feel your pain. I was there in the nineties. <laughs> Were you? No, no, you weren't. <sighs> yeah, I hate them. Worse now. Because I hate them. It's a lot easier to win. I feel like now. I don't know. I freaking hate them. They ruined college football. There's no parody. It's just them, pretty much every year. Yeah. Them winning every award. Them winning every freaking thing. Okay. I even put a out. Let me read this one really quick. Just real quick when we finish this podcast. Um, this is from, from December 10th, 2015, when they're giving the awards out. Reggie Raglan won this of the year. And tell me this doesn't piss you off. I know you probably read this one. Reggie Raglan, defensive player of the year against Alabama, and played one more game than Jalen Reeves Maben did, okay? Because he no, actually two more games. He played two more games. Um, and he, he had 90, Reggie Raglan had 90 total tackles, six and a half tackles for loss. Two and a half sacks, four QB hurries, two forced fumbles, and six pass breakups. Jalen Reese Maven, 99 tackles, 13 tackles for loss, five sacks, three QB hurries, two forced fumbles, four pass breakups. Jalen Reese Maven's numbers are better than Reggie Ragland, and he played two less games. But guess who got the award? Alabama Privilege. Boy, Reggie yeah. Ragland did. Which what pisses me off is that, is that they had that so Will is it Will Anderson that they have that yes. that that they've been throwing a fit mm-hmm. and they they and then I, I literally seen Alabama they got fans. A decent argument no okay but I've, th- that's not it's not even about that it's about the people that were whining saying why does the media hate Alabama so much I can't stand that crap and I'm like yeah, are you serious. Hilarious. They're are like, you these, serious? These refs are these refs are totally against Alabama. What are you watching? <laughs> what are you? Are you, are you blind? What are no, you smoking? Are you on meth? It's most likely player for every team that they played was had targeting in the second half of the week before, so they wouldn't play in the first yes. half. It was like insane. It's the most unreal crap I've ever seen. And for their stupid fans to sit there and be like, oh, we, we get so bullied by the officials and the, the, and the media. And the media and the announcers. Dude, shut they up. Hate, they hate us because they ain't us. Oh, my what? God. You're what? pathetic. You're pathetic. You're all pathetic. Your program's Mother. pathetic. Alabama's pathetic. Your stupid coach is annoying as hell. I hate you all. I hate your program more than any program in the history of mankind. The end. 
Hate them. I feel like you had a really hard time watching the. To burn us down. I feel like you had a really hard time watching that SEC championship game, Rainy. They actually got payback on someone other than that. I, I could care less about the SEC championship game. It's I just like you're Alabama foaming at the mouth. I I, I I just wanted to see Alabama not in the not in the playoffs, so I can watch their freaking fan base melt to the ground because you know they'd be like, "Oh, Shaman's losing his mustard. <laughs> He's losing his power now because we didn't make it to the playoffs." Spoiled right. ass people. Let me ask you this though: Would you rather Alabama win another national title? That's kind of meaningless at this point. Or would you rather Georgia win one and just become a monster that will put us yeah, first? Yeah, they're second dynasty. Okay, that's where I'm going to stop you, and we're going to end it on this. Okay. No, um, we ain't ending. The, I ain't going to talk about the Lady Vols yet. I know, but no, I mean, this is what I'm ending it on. Like, this is um, your last. This is the last thing. Then you can talk about Lady Vols, and we'll we'll exit. Um, you're going to sit there and say that a Kirby Smart won a national title. That Kirby Smart himself would be just as big of a dynasty as Nick Saban. That is completely false. Nick Saban oh. is the best coach in the hit stop and the best coach in the history of football ever in college, ever. Kirby Smart will never do that. He will never do that. He would not ruin college football like Alabama has ruined college football. You know why? Because he's too stupid when it comes to big big games. He's too dumb. He gets outcoached by who? The people who have ruined football in general. So Alabama Crimson hard. Tide. Buddy. Nick Saban won in his agree. second no. season. I have to a agree national title. With, I have to agree with Austin. Oh my God. I would I, I mean um oh my God. Alabama wins another title. It's like, oh, they won another title. Woo. Yeah. Georgia wins a title, they're not gonna become that dynasty you think no, they're but gonna they're become never, because they have no, they're Kirby going smart. to be unbearable. They're gonna they're already getting the best rec- recruits. It's just gonna up their recruits. I mean, it's going to be the same. They're not going to get any more recruits than they're getting right now because they're selling the pitch of like, Hey, we're going to win a national title. And once they win it, it's going to be the same. You may think you may say this stuff, but you don't know, man. I I don't want to take that risk. And you don't want, I I don't, I know I'm not going to bring in the fans again, but we have such a, we have such a, like we used to own Chattanooga. Chattanooga used to be nothing but orange. And now it's like, 40% 40% orange, it feels like. It's so bad. You don't know, like, how much these people are taking over down here. You and should see, you should see the uh, national title. You, that's going to be an explosion like no other. You should and see Nashville. Like, There's more Alabama I've fans here in Tennessee. Yeah, but you haven't, haven't you reached their peak, though? You've been to Nashville. Peak? Haven't you reached <laughs> – haven't, hasn't Alabama reached their peak? Like, there's no way they're going to pick up a bunch of new fans and make – I mean, they kind of are meaningless at this point because they're as big as – you can get my brother-in-law. I don't see been, it as like bro- people being bandwagon. I, I mean, I disagree on that. Also, I don't think people are just going to start bandwagoning Georgia. I mean, if they're exactly. if they haven't already, then uh, then they probably aren't. I think that a lot of Georgia fans are just completely irrational and think like they already act as if they're equal to Alabama when it comes to prestige or whatever and. I think winning a national title is just going to make that like a hundred times worse. And it's just going to be, an- it's right. just annoying, but well, agree I, to disagree. I, I would rather, the worst I'd rather, I got no, they are right the worst. All right. Austin, we'll see you later, bud. See you, man. Um, I, I can't I agree to disagree. Let's see. I just can't, I can't handle it. Uh, Alabama is well, uh, during the SEC championship game. My house was literally like a toxic hazard wasteland, and it was beautiful in every sense of what beautiful could be because Georgia was undefeated <laughs> all year, and they were getting cocky. They walked in that game thinking that it was going to be easy, that this was their, you know, that it, that Alabama fans were just completely thinking that. I mean, I just, it was hilarious. And to watch the absolute meltdown and, like, we're at the end of the podcast, so I'll go ahead and say hi, Eric. I FaceTimed <laughs> Eric. I FaceTimed Eric because I wanted. I was like, I need someone to talk to because it is way too toxic in my house, and I'm trying to get ready for work. <laughs> and he was trying to talk to him, and he just wouldn't even talk. Like he would just, he was just yelling explosives constantly at Stetson Bennett, and it was absolutely beautiful. So to me, I I wanted both teams to lose, but I enjoyed watching. 
Georgia fans lose their absolute minds. But anyway, I'm sick and tired of talking about Alabama and Georgia. All right. Well, let's – you can end it. You can lead us out on your Lady <laughs> Vols because they're undefeated in what, number seven? They are – okay. They are tied at number seven. So they're number seven. Yeah. But it's relevant on them tying because guess who they're tied with? UConn. UConn. And to me, I just feel like that's kind of poetic. Okay, so UConn's the literally the Alabama of basketball. Well, literally, literally no. the Alabama. Yep, they no, are. They, they, they win no, everything. Not. They win everything. Literally win everything. Okay, they are the current Alabama. I mean, <laughs> no. <laughs> I will fight you over that because nope. UConn wouldn't be where they are today. I've already fought a South Carolina fan earlier in the week because they try to uh, say that South Carolina uh, was building a dynasty bigger than Pat Summit would have ever, ever did. And I'm like, you guys wouldn't even have a basketball team probably if it wasn't for Pat Summit. So how are you going to even say that? No, the original dynasty of women's basketball is the Lady Balls and even Gino will admit that he shaped his everything he has developed at UConn after Pat Summit. He took her ways, took her. I mean, that's why they stopped playing was because he wanted to be so like he tried to be her in a way that he wanted her players, and it was constant like constant lies and just really some really messed up things said for him to steal players away from Pat, and that's why they ended the rivalry game every year for however many, however many years that they didn't play. But um, I hate Gino. I mean, I hate Gino. Just like you went on your, your rant about Alabama. I hate Gino. I hate UConn. They, I mean, he can go screw himself with a cactus. I don't care. I hate <laughs> him. Like, I really do. But um, their number one player, that Paige Beck, Becker's girl. Paige Becker, yeah. Yeah, she's out with a knee. I thought it was a is it a knee? I thought it was foot, but anyway, it's like a broke, like a knee. fracture. And it was like her leg. She's expected to come back six to eight weeks. Right around the time I heard, I heard it was right around the time that Tennessee and UConn play. So that would be interesting. But um, we, I'm, I'm just. I knew that Kelly Harper was going to be a good hire when we when they made the hire because she reminds me a lot of Pat. Well, she's but passionate. what she's doing with this team with arguably their best player getting injured in the first half of the first game of the season <laughs> is just on it's honestly unbelievable. It mm-hmm. it's unbelievable and some of the players that were kind of flashy at times last year have just completely taken over and led this team. And it's really fun to watch. Like players that you that were very just, you know, they contributed. Mm-hmm. But they've become and they might still to this day not be so flashy. It reminds me of um Josiah Jordan James. How he's not flashy, he just does he, everything. He does everything and he's uh he's pivotal. the glue. He's the glue yeah. that holds the whole team together. Exactly. But you don't see it because yeah, it's not flashy. It's not. Yeah, it's not like a fancy dunk or. Yeah, a, yeah. Yeah. He, he does. He, he does all the small things really, really good. And you can tell whenever they're not playing that it's not the same. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. yeah. So I, it's been great to see players step up like that, but I'm excited. Uh, I grew up a Lady Vols fan before I was ever even cared about Tennessee football. Um, I texted my mom um, earlier this week. And I told her the only thing I wanted for Christmas was her to get this. She has a, when she moved houses, she had a computer hard drive. And I guess they haven't really set up their office much, but it's, they did an external hard drive thing or whatever, but they have the hard drive. I, I just need them to get it off of there. But there's a picture of me and Pat Summit when oh, I was yeah. really a lot younger when I went to one of her camps. And I told her, I was like, all I want is that picture, mom. That's all I want for Christmas. And she's like, you're being dramatic. But I'm serious. Like, if I saw what I got for Christmas, I'd be happy because I just – I was a Lady of Alls fan before I was really that into football. And losing Pat Summit was like losing a family member. And I'm just really happy to see them – Doing well, yeah. Doing well again. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. I think Kelly Hopper is 
the job. And she can um, relate to the players too. And I oh love yeah, because she's, she's she's still she's still young. Kind of like mm-hmm. you said, Pat Sam, when she started out, she was very young. <laughs> yeah, relate to them and build it and keep going. So we'll see how that goes. It's it's fun to watch so far. So. It's it's fun to see Tennessee sports going in a great direction on all fronts. Yes, I'm not used to that. It's like what I said earlier: the ship has turned. It was turning, but it's it's turned. Like I don't care what anybody says. You can say, "Oh, you never know what's going to happen." No, it's turned. Just like this time it last year. Acknowledge it. This time last year, we were in absolute shambles, and I was yes. having like a, at least one mental breakdown a day over us not firing Jeremy Pruitt yet, yeah. and. We had players flocking to the transfer portal like flaws. And obviously, we're going to lose a few here and there. But yeah. it's nice to see for a change that players want to stay. Ones that could get drafted. Like, that, they'd get drafted. Mm-hmm. Don't know where, but they would get drafted. Want to stay another year to play for Hypel. We have a right. coach that players want to play for. Right. And they see potential in the program moving forward. They mm-hmm. see what they can contribute to leave a lasting impression after they're gone. And that's mm-hmm. just – that's just how crazy is that from this year to last year? It's nuts. It is, it is wild to think of. Very wild to think of. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty nutty. Um, it is – it's pretty much miraculous, honestly. Why does it seem so quiet with Austin gone? Because we're not all fighting. <laughs> this is how it is when you're not on the podcast. We're just not on a shamble of a freaking war. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, we agree. Oh, we agree. Mm-hmm. Oh, we agree. Well, it's, it's just like, like I can said. Can you please? Can you please argue with me about something, please? Mm-hmm. That's how I felt. That's why I start shit. <laughs> I always you, start random You start arguments. stuff. On, you start arguments on the podcast. You'll start arguments on Twitter replies. You'll start arguments in our group uh-huh. chat. It's you fun. Con- you just constantly want to fight. Well, it's constantly. You, it's you it's constantly getting. Me. It's constantly getting content. That's what it is. It's content. You, you've got me dating. constantly in defense mode. <laughs> you've conditioned me into being in defense mode. So, like when I'm talking the last five minutes, and no one's telling me I'm wrong and no one's telling me that mm-hmm. you know I can go show ha- myself that it just feels wrong it's almost like you're what you is that your own, called it's almost like you have your own platform it's weird it's almost like you do well with your own platform <gasps> okay we're gonna sign off here and uh, uh-huh. and uh, see you next week you Bye. went you went with that uh, <laughs> foreshadowing I see oh. you I see you oh oh <laughs> Okay. All right, guys. We'll see you and talk to you later. It was fun, Lacey and Austin. I don't know what you're doing. Probably something weird. But have a good night, Austin. (laughs) Tell Kayla I love her.